0: The thirty-fifth adventure of the fall of the Nibelungs by Anonymous, translated by Margaret Armour. This librivox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Phil Shempf. How Erring Was Slain. Then cried Erring the Margrave of Denmark. I have long followed honour and done not amiss in battle. Bring me my harness, and I will go up against Hagen. Thou hast better not, answered Hagen, or thy kinsmen will have more to weep for though ye sprang up two or three together ye would fall down the stair the worse for it. i care not said erring i have oft tried as hard a thing with my single sword i would defy thee if thou hast done twice as much in the strife sir erring armed him straightway in of thuringia likewise a bold youth and how art the stark with a thousand men that were fain to stand by erring when the fiddler saw so great an armed host with him wearing bright helmets on their heads he was wroth behold our erring cometh hither that vowed to encounter thee alone it beseemeth not a knight to lie i blame him much a thousand armed knights or more come with him call me no liar said hawarts liegeman i will gladly abide by my word nor fail therein through fear how grim soever hagen may be i will meet him alone Uring fell at the feet of his kinsmen and vassals that they might let him defy the knight in single combat. They were loath, for they knew proud Hagen of Burgundy well, but he prayed them so long that they consented. When his followers saw that he wooed honor, they let him go. Then began a deadly strife betwixt them. Uhring of Denmark, the chosen knight, raised his spear. Then he covered his body with his shield and sprang at Hagen. The heroes made a loud din they hurled their spears so mightily from their hands that they pierced through the strong bucklers to the bright harness and the shafts flew high in the air then the grimly bold men grasped their swords hagen was strong beyond measure yet erring smote him that all the house rang palace and tower echoed their blows but neither had the advantage erring left hagen unwounded and sprang at the fiddler he thought to vanquish him by his mighty blows but the gleeman stood well on his guard and smote his foeman that the steel plate of his buckler flew off he was a terrible man then erring ran at gunther the king of burgundy fell anow were the twain but though each smote fiercely at the other they drew no blood their good harness shielded them he left gunther and ran at gernot and began to strike sparks from his mail-coat but king gernot of burgundy well-nigh slew him then he sprang from the princes for he was right nimble and soon had slain four burgundians from worms beyond the rhine giselher was greatly wroth thereat now by god sir erring he cried thou shalt pay for them that lie dead and he fell on him he smote the dane that began to stagger and drop down among the blood so that all deemed the doughty warrior would never strike another blow yet erring lay unwounded withal before giselher from the noise of his helmet and the clang of the sword his wits left him and he lay in a swoon that had giselher done with his strong arm when the noise of the blow had cleared from his brain he thought i live still and am unwounded now i know the strength of giselher he heard his foemen on both sides had they been where how it stood with him worse had befallen him he heard giselher also and he pondered by what device he might escape them he sprang up furiously from among the blood well his swiftness served him he fled from the house passed hagen and gave him a stout stroke as he ran ha thought hagen thou shalt die for this the devil help thee or thou art a dead man but erring wounded hagen through the helmet he did it with vaski a goodly weapon when hagen felt the wound he swung his sword fiercely that Hawart's man must needs fly hagen followed him down the stair but erring held his shield above his head had the stair been thrice as long hagen had not left him time for a single thrust ha what red sparks flew from his helmet yet safe withal erring reached his friends when kriemhild heard what he had done to hagen of trony in the strife she thanked him god quit thee erring thou hero undismayed thou hast comforted me heart and soul for i see hagen's harness red with blood the glad queen took the shield from his hand herself stint thy thanks said hagen there is scant cause for them if he tried it again he were in sooth a bold man the wound i got from him will serve thee little the blood thou seest on my harness but urgeth me to slay the more. only now for the first time i am wroth indeed sir erring hath done me little hurt erring of denmark stood against the wind and cooled him in his harness with his helmet unlaced and all the folk praised his hardihood. that the margrave's heart was uplifted he said friends arm me anew i will essay it again haply i may vanquish this overweening man his shield was hewn in pieces they brought him a better strait the warrior was soon armed and stronger than afore wrathfully he seized a stark spear wherewith he defied hagen yet again he had won more profit and honour had he let it be hagen waited not for his coming hurling darts and with drawn sword he sprang down the stairs in a fury erring's strength availed him little they smote at each other's shields that glowed with a fire-red wind through his helmet and his buckler hawart's man was wounded to the death by hagen's sword he was never whole again when sir erring felt the wound he raised his shield higher to guard his head for he perceived that he was sore hurt but gunther's man did worse to him yet he found a spear lying at his feet and hurled it at erring the knight of denmark that it stuck out on the other side of his head the overweening knight made a grim end of his foeman. erring fell back among his friends or they did off his helmet they drew the spear out then death stood at hand Loud mourned his friends their sorrow was bitter the queen came and began to weep for stark erring she wept for his wounds and was right doleful but the undismayed hero spake before his kinsmen: weep not noble lady what avail thy tears i must die from these wounds that i have gotten death will not leave me longer to thee and etzel then he said to them of thuringia and denmark see that none of you take the gifts of the queen her bright gold so red if ye fight with hagen ye must die his cheek was pale he bare death's mark they grieved enow, for Hawart's man would never more be whole. Then they of Denmark must needs to the fray. Infrid and Hawart sprang forward with a thousand knights. The din was loud over all. Ha! what sharp spears were hurled at the Burgundians! Bold Infrid ran at the gleeman, and came in scathe by his hand. The fiddler smote the landgrave through his strong helmet, for he was grim enow then indfried gave folker a blow that the links of his hauberk break asunder and his harness grew red like fire yet for all the landgrave fell dead before the fiddler howart and hagen closed in strife had any seen it they had beheld wonders they smote mightily with their swords howart died by the knight of burgundy when the thuringians and danes saw their masters slain they rushed yet fiercer against the house and grisly was the strife or they won to the door many a helmet and buckler were hewn in pieces give way cried folker and let them in they shall not have their will but in lieu thereof shall perish they will earn the queen's gift with their death the proud warriors thronged into the hall but many an one bowed his head slain by swift blows well fought bold gernot the like did giselher a thousand and four came in keen and bright flashed the swords but all the knights died great wonders might be told of the burgundians when the tumult fell there was silence over all the blood of the dead men trickled through the crannies into the gutters below they of the rhine had done this by their prowess then the burgundians sat and rested and laid down their weapons and their shields the bold gleemen went out before the house and waited lest any more should come to fight the king and his wife wailed loud maids and wives beat their breasts i ween that death had sworn an oath against them for many a knight was yet to die by the hands of the strangers end of the 35th adventure